What up? It is High Definition Pod. This podcast that is. This is Maurice. Yo, it's Therese. And we are back for another episode. What's going on with you, T? Man, 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 man. It's a great day. It's a great day. Uh, Sister-in-law had the baby. Shout out to Marquise and Sharice hey. and baby hey. Dallas. First shout out on the podcast. Yay. Um, healthy babies. Healthy babies, man. Healthy babies. Going to be a lot of them this year. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> Who's next? Uh, Kendall and them are having theirs. March. Yep. March. Yeah. Look at that. Hopefully mm-hmm. on my birthday. The baby shower is this Saturday. Yeah, this Saturday coming. Hopefully, it's, hopefully the baby's part of my birthday. All right, put that book right, out there. So Kendall and Amy, they March eighteenth. That, that's when that's when he wants the baby to be born. March the eighteenth. They already noticed. I've already set my piece. Hey. <laughs> if Kari is born. Oh, yeah, they, they didn't already let it. Yeah, they already put the name out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. yeah Akari is born on the 18th. You ain't going to shut up. Not at, <laughs> not at all. Because I, I, look, a um, couple of friends, uh, Lane and Lindsay, mm-hmm. their son Duncan was born on Carter's birthday. Wow. Called it. Called it. Mm-mm-mm. September 19th. I called it. Yep. Wow. And show now. He was in. There he is. Yeah. Yep. How about yourself, bro? Weekend was very chill. Uh, That's good. Somebody had, well, at least one of us had a good weekend. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that, that phone call you gave it what? <laughs> bro, I was, look, <laughs> the abyss was dark and deep, <laughs> especially on Sunday, man. <laughs> I did kind of hate it this weekend because there wasn't no football on, and I didn't get to watch the. Uh, I ain't watch the Pro Bowl thing. The what, Pro Bowl is like Pro Bowl. Year? It's like a Pro Bowl celebration or something. Oh, okay. I was just gonna watch it to see what it was, but mm. I didn't. I I took that. The, I did the Eleventh Commandment. Yeah. Partook of the Sunday nap. Got you. Yeah, it was. Okay. It was glorious. Hmm. When I tell you, awesome. I'm gonna tell you something. Them Sunday naps. Man, nothing like them, bro. They're undefeated, dog. After you eat. Then you mess around and you undo that belt one good time. It's, oh, it's like cause. it's literally <laughs> look. This is it's literally like that Thanksgiving. Bruh, it's over. That Thanksgiving nap after you eat? It's over. Yep. Unbuckle it. Lay it back. It's over. Snooze. Woke up. <laughs> and me and the wife watched HGTV the rest of the night. <laughs> HGTV. That's what happens when you when you when you homeowners now. So you Is it? Hacks. That's it. That's all you're doing, watching HGTV. That's it, man. Yeah. Now, this Sunday coming. It's Super Bowl. I don't want to hear nothing. I'll be at work. I don't want to hear the nothing. First, first hour and a half. Hey. So wait, it starts at 6 30, right? I believe so. Yeah, I'll be, at, I'll be for the first hour, I'll be at work. No, nah, hour and a half. I ain't going to leave the village by about 9 o'clock anyway. Who are you going for? I'm pulling for my homes, man. I'm a okay. Manning guy all day. Okay. It's, it's, it's whatever, Tom Brady. Whatever, man. I mean, but you can't. I mean, you can't deny his greatness. But you know what? I'm not even gonna say that, man. Cause I'm just salty when it comes to him because any I'm an Indianapolis guy. Yeah. So Peyton only got two rings. He yeah. only got one with us. Yeah. And he got one with Denver. I don't want to hear about the one with Denver. That was oh yeah, I'm sorry about that. He beat us. Yeah, sorry about that. Which they should not have won that game. I'll save my assessment for that off the air. Um, but you know, you know, Goodwood didn't want him to go out with a ring. Of course they did. Now Cam should have fell on the ball. Yes, he should have. And they should have called that catch that uh, Cotri made. They called it a, Jericho Cotri. Yeah, yeah. yeah, that was a catch. That, that, that tripping. It was a catch. 
It was, was a good. Catch. I will say Von Miller was killing that right side that whole game. <sighs> he, he was killing us. Yeah, because I mean that year before, didn't they go? I think they. I think Denver missed the playoffs. There. They I missed. Oh, what? No, they got beat. They got beat by. Yeah. They the Super Bowl, right? No, that was the year before. Yeah. Um, okay, they got beat by. Um, who did they get beat by? Because they made it, but I think they got it. Yeah, they made the playoffs, but they got beat. I don't, I don't think they got beat in the AFC Championship. I want to say they got beat in – it was in the divisional round maybe? Mm, I think so. But, yeah. Nah, but nah, man, but Manning should have – he should have had at least. He should have beat the Saints. Yeah, we should have beat the Saints. Hank Basket. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. They lost to the Colts. Look at that. In the divisional round. Look at didn't I say I said divisional round? Look yeah. at that. Look at that. Shout out to Andrew Luck. <laughs> no reason Tom Brady pissed me off though. Cause mm-hmm. the first Super Bowl Carolina went to. Yeah. We should have won that one. But that that was more so our fault because our kicker, he kicked the freaking ball out of bounds. Yeah. Well, we went up by one. Mm-hmm. Oh, kicked, yeah, yeah, yeah. The ball they put him at the 40. You can't put Tom Brady at the 40, man. Yeah, it was like, what, how much, like, like three minutes left in the game? It's less than that. Like two, it was a two-minute time, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can't, all he had to go was, what, maybe 30 or 40 yards just to get and at, kid, they, they won by a field goal in that game, too. Adam and Terry not go. missing. He's not missing. I was, I was mad. Bro, bro. But look, I, though, yeah, I've been a little salty. No, with that's all good. But we, should, we literally should have, Manny, we should have, Let's see, Vanderjack missed the kick wide right yep. against the Steelers. Golly, man. No. When uh when Jerome, I think when Jerome Bettis fumbled. Yes. And they was getting ready to run it back and Ben Roethlisberger saved that uh touchdown. That game they should have beat the Steelers. That's when Jerome Bettis, that's the year that uh that's Ben Roethlisberger's first yeah, Super Bowl. That was his first Super Bowl, yeah. They they probably yeah. I think the coach should have won that game. He should have won that game. And they probably would have went on and um, definitely, yeah, beat Seattle that game that year, yeah, yeah. But Vanderjack, we I don't know, we we never had a really we we never had a good really good defense. We've never had a really good defense. I mean, we've had good defensive players, but yeah. overall, no, yeah, because we have all had small corners. We always ran Tampa two. Yeah, I mean that's what Tony Dungy did. Yeah, it's like I mean it's a good defense, but I mean. You're giving up yardage in between. True. So, I mean, your 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 cornerbacks are literally ten yards off. But I mean, when you got freaking Brainiac as your quarterback, that's a fact. I mean, I get that. That's cool. But I'm just saying. Yeah. But all we gotta do, like, well, look, they lost the the Chiefs. Their center's out. One of their wide receivers out. COVID. Really? So, well, they don't have COVID, but I think they're contact tracing. COVID protocol. protocol. Yeah, protocol. Okay. So it's a possibility. If it is close contact, they won't be playing Sunday. Mm-mm-mm. So my thing is, if Tom were to get COVID, do we do we postpone the Super Bowl? If they did that, bro. oh no, I would I I would march to New York City right now in front of the commissioner's office and say, "Hey, what are you doing? This is a fifty-three man roster. Yep, next man up." But are they actually gonna do that? If, no, if you, that was the case. Look, the whole team gonna have COVID. <laughs> it's gonna come out. The whole team got COVID. Man. That's what it's gonna be. 
And then they're going to just postpone it for two weeks. And then curse you, COVID. <laughs> God, <I'm laughs> I hope it don't happen. I want, I want to be, a, I want to be a good Super Bowl. I want some wings and a good Sprite. Mm. It's Valentine's for us. That's that's, that's my birthday. Yeah. So, mm. yeah. I don't know what we're gonna do, man. Mm. I don't, I don't want to see a good, a good football game. I would love to see a good game, man. Last year was just weird because we didn't do anything. No. Like I think we had G, like that whole that week, like Candace and Carter were down that whole entire week. Gotcha. And it hit me like Wednesday. I was good. I was good by Friday. And then we had the sneaker ball gala that Saturday and the Super Bowl was that Sunday. Mm. So yeah. Yeah. It was just weird because nobody was at the house. We was just kind of just. Yeah. It'll be cool with me. <laughs> I mean, it was fine, but it was weird. It was just weird. <laughs> I was like, we're gonna do a little something over here. Yeah, not, not nothing too major. So, what we got on the docket for today, bro? Okay, well, this one that we have on the docket dun, dun, dun. is called "Single, Saved, But Lost." We had a whole different name, but <laughs> <laughs> we had to really back for just for a little bit. <laughs> we had to backpedal just a little bit. Maybe one day on we'll do. Name. Maybe one day we'll do high def after dark. After <laughs> coming to Patreon, <laughs> coming to Patreon soon. High <laughs> def after dark. <laughs> we we just might yeah we might need to do we that might need to do that man. I I think that's that I is, think that would be great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that would really be no With, fi- no filter. No 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 no. But this one right here is uh, don't let the title mislead you, okay? Because mm-hmm. uh what we want to do here is one, we're gonna share our experiences and our singleness and maybe give some advice. Well, actually we're gonna give some advice. We're not gonna yeah. maybe give some advice. We're gonna give some advice for anyone who is listening who may be uh, in that category now, when I say single, I I include the unwed. If yep. you're if you are engaged, you are still single. Yep. You have not been tied to your husband or your wife yet. Uh, in the eyes of God, you are just engaged, so you are still a single person. Yeah. So I'm 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 including you in this as well. Um. So, but oh yeah, yeah. I forgot to do mine. But I, I, but yeah. uh, brief message from Maurice about high definition. <laughs> <laughs> If you're a first-time listener, uh, High Def is just a platform. It's all about creating conversation where we offer biblical perspective. So uh, our platform, uh, we welcome agreement. We welcome disagreement. We do not welcome disrespect. We do not. Uh, we come from a biblical worldview. So uh, by all means, we want to hear everyone's perspective, but we mm-hmm. don't. We will not tolerate your disrespect. You will have a VIP invitation to the block party if you do so. We want you to engage with us on social media. You can reach us at Instagram at uh, high underscore definition underscore podcast. You can reach us at Facebook, High Definition Podcast. You can email us, highdefinition20 at yahoo.com. Once again, this uh, platform is all about creating conversation. Mm-hmm. We do intend to talk about subjects that are taboo, especially that which is in the church. Um, but it's all about offering perspective. It's all about creating conversation. And it's all about you just hearing me and Teresa's experiences, our revelation, things we've learned in research. Uh, we're not perfect. We're not experts. We're just students. 
and we're just seeking to grow and you know evolve with the rest of you. All right, so back to your regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> so, practicing for our sponsors. That's what we're doing. Oh yeah, practicing, practicing. So one of the biggest things uh, about being uh, unwed that I think about ninety nine percent of us deal with are sexual desires. Okay. In a sense. Um, I think that is one of the biggest things I, I personally speaking, yes. Um Do you think it's the biggest though? I don't think it's the okay, well, no, I don't want to say it's the biggest. I don't want to say it's the biggest thing. I think the biggest but, is but, the the need for companionship. The oh the, yes. The connection. Yeah. The connection. I, I think that's yes. that's the biggest, and then everything else stems from, from that. From that. Yes, I agree. I agree, sir. Was that in your notes? That is my notes. That's the first thing I had right here oh. is connection. <laughs> I told you, I ain't had no notes. I'm coming, I'm coming straight is, from no, the heart and off the top of the dome. Bro. You know, um, yes, that is what everything stems from. So, connection. Connection, connection, mm-hmm. connection. I'm trying to get my word out here, but <laughs> it's not coming. Well, it's okay because we we try we try our best to come from a biblical perspective. Yes. One thing else I forgot to mention: we're also human, so we do include uh, the human element. Yes, just, y'all gonna get real. Yes, but biblically speaking, when God first made Adam, He said yes. not, it's not good that man should be alone. Yes, connection, connection. So it's in his it, first connection with, with God. Do uh, we definitely gonna get to that point? Yes, but it's it's within us as humans, not not as Christians, not as believers. Mm-hmm. God put this in every human, every that want and that need for connection. Yes. Okay, but um, what do we say to those who have not found that person that they have that they're not able to share that life connection with? Mm-hmm. I think that's where the conversation is going today. Yes. You know, that's the advice that's the advice we're seeking the perspective for those individuals. We just hoping this to offer you some more perspective. You know, I'm ser- like, you know, Marty Therese, I'm searching for that companion, I'm searching mm-hmm. for that connection. But I got some other stuff going on with me that I just um yeah, I need help trying yeah. to find that balance. I need mm. let, let's just let's just keep it real. I want to be connected. I want somebody that's going to love me. Mm-hmm. I want somebody that's going to take me on a date mm-hmm. on a regular. I want to wake up to that good morning text. Mm-hmm. And truth be told, I'm horny. I want somebody that's going to come and just give me what I need. <laughs> Facts. I, Facts. Saved or not, it, Facts. I don't care how saved you is. You got some desires in you. Oh, yes. You, you, you horny. Yes. You, you want somebody to come and just put that thing down let's, on you. Hey, let's be real about it. Like, I mean, hey. Like I said, we love taboo topics. We go. This this is conversations that that you don't really hear in in the church. And or if we hear it, okay, it's like we're demonizing sex. Yes, but see the thing. Or we're demonizing the, dating. Or we demon. Yes, and so that's not the the thing is God created this. Yeah, for the enjoy. Now it He created it, which means it's a great thing. It's he's, a good thing for He's you. got parameters. There it is. This. As we can see to, in today's world and culture, pop culture, that's what I call it, pop culture, we see that the world has watered down 
the true definition of what sex is. Now, when I say it has watered down, I mean it's perverted. It. Yeah. We see, I mean, you can't even sell a burger without seeing a pair of boobs on TV. Yeah. I mean, I'm just thinking about it. So, remember, <laughs> remember the old Hardy's commercial? Yep. Remember the old Hardy's commercial? <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Girl was washing the car in the bikini. Selling a burger. Yeah. Just be real here. Like, you can't even... Can't. I ain't gonna lie. Well, well, I'm thinking about you remember, you remember the movie Boomerang? Where, yes. uh <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> when he came, the, he came in that game in the the uh, the, uh commercial. <laughs> he had a cherry and ice cream and a banana. <laughs> oh god. Oh, what, god. What's my dude's name? Oh, uh, what's my man's name? Floyd. <laughs> that's that's what I started thinking about. Yeah. I mean, even perfume. We see Aqua de Jour. Who? The Aqua de Jour commercial. They're on the boat. Like the the woman's in a white bikini. I must have seen like, that one. You must have seen that one. Mm-hmm. That's, I, I watch a lot. I don't watch a lot of TV, but I watch enough TV. I see these commercials, and I'm like, nah, you can't even like you. You trying to sell me something that's gonna make me smell good, but you trying to sell you trying to sell it on the the, the simple fact that this is a very attractive woman on TV. Yeah. And then do you have the man there in the white speedo? So you're appealing to the women's interest as well. Oh, maybe my husband will look like that if he wears aqua de jour. No. That, that comes from staying in the gym, you know, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, uh, eating nothing, nothing but, you know, rice, chicken, and, you know. And broccoli. And broccoli, yeah. And, and, and asparagus. <laughs> which, but, is, which is definitely an acquired taste. Yeah, but, you know, like, we got to understand that our sexual desires, our need for intimacy is God-given, God-created. It's a God-created gift. But how do we take it to the next step in keeping those gifts from becoming a struggle? Mm. Good question, man. Very good question. This ties back to the connection. I think more than anything else, we uh, our desire for our intimacy is evidence of our need to connect. Yeah. And I'm reading from my notes here. Mm -hmm. We are relational beings. Definitely. You know, who even by nature of our physiological makeup are created to be in connection with other human beings. It's important to understand that our sexual desires are rooted in our need for connection. Mm. And then seek to channel those connections that connection in healthy and productive ways. So the connection, who do we need to connect with on the most? Well, it's got to be God first. Yeah, fact number one. That's why I had number one right there. It's got to be God first. Cause it's got to be God. At the end of the day, um, there's a certain part in man, there's a certain place in man that only God can fulfill. Mm-hmm. So he can only satisfy. Everything else gratifies. Mm. Like that, right? Please tweet that. All right. I think I did. I do it before. Yeah, I, 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 I'm, gonna I you, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna tweet that one. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good. So there's a certain part in every man. Mm-hmm. If you your lineage goes back to Adam, you mm-hmm. there is a part of you that you have to have a there's, a. there's a certain part of you that only God can fulfill that part. Yes. No matter what you do. Not even just sex, drugs, yeah, drinking, uh, working all the time, yeah, trying to make all the money. Um, we're, we're trying to put a band aid over a gunshot wound, yeah. in, a, in in a sense. 
That's a good right because it's gonna keep bleeding. The bandit ain't gonna do nothing. You went to a gunshot, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to, to hate the context here. <laughs> well, I mean, you know, there, there's. I mean, I love, I love my wife, mm-hmm. but she can't fulfill that part of me that only God can fulfill. It's facts. Same here. You know, um, as much as she loves me, as much as I love her, there's. There's only so far I can go with her that God can only fulfill that part. Mm-hmm. Same same way with her towards me. And just like everybody else, we want that connection with other people because, I mean, the Bible says God is sitting on his throne, Jesus at the right hand of God. Mm-hmm. How God moves in today's world, he moves to other people. Mm-hmm. So, of course, we want that connection with other people. But we first have to establish that connection with him first. Mm-hmm. Just like you said on several episodes, mm-hmm. we got to have that vertical and that horizontal. Yeah. You know, the vertical has to be established first. Right. So from us to God has to be established first. But until we establish that connection, every other connection is going to be off. Yeah, because it's not going to be rooted yeah. in that connection with the one who created us. And and I'm I'm hoping my prayers that you know some single that's hearing this, even somebody that's married mm-hmm. is hearing this. Yes. Work on getting that connection right first, because here's the thing. He wants to connect with you. Yes. The God that created the heavens and the earth. Wants to connect with you. Yes. It's like he, <clears throat> excuse me, he's sitting up there in heaven wanting to have that relationship with you. He wants to talk to you. He wants to spend time with you. You know, for God so loved the world, he, he, gave, it, he gave his only son just so he could be, just so that relationship could be restored right. with you. So think about that. And I'm glad you went there because that was what I was going to go to allude to next. Is that he gave a part of himself to us to reestablish that connection. We have him in us. There you go. When he left, he left his Holy Spirit, which dwells on the inside of us. Even when he created us, we didn't come. Man didn't come to life until he breathed himself into man. Look at that. So he already put himself. Yeah, we are. He's he's been there. Yeah. It's just even like today's time, we're so. I'm gonna say desensitized. Yeah. Yeah, we're desensitized to a lot of things. And a lot of the stuff that is des is censoring that connection are things that have been perverted by Satan mm. that quote unquote may look godly, yeah. but they're not. It's like all right, Satan is an angel, like a beautiful angel. Yeah. And the Bible alludes to that. But his heart was corrupt. So, old saying, everything that glitters ain't gold. Yeah. Certain relationships that we are in are entertaining. If we don't have, if we don't know what God's will is, God's motive is, for us, we can't we can't see we can't see those things that are impure mm-hmm. 
in the other other people that were entertaining. Okay. So God tells me to think on things that are that are above, things yeah. that are righteous, you know, things that are pure. Right. So if Lovely. I Right. Of a good report. Oh, good report. So if I'm if I'm in a relationship with someone and they're always, you know, they're they're always pressuring to have sex, whatever. Or they just want all your time. All your time. And they're not helping you get closer to God. Mm-hmm. Gotta sever that connection. Or reestablish that connection. Nine times out of ten, you're probably gonna have to sever it. Yeah. Because if both parties are not equal, equally wanting to seek after the, the heart of the father, yeah. guess what? You're unequally yoked. If the relationship that you're potentially seeking, especially if you're an individual, you've already been, you know, you go to church, you have an established relationship with God, mm-hmm. you, are, you have a good foundation. Mm-hmm. Is the person that you're looking into or you're potentially looking at for the long term, or you're potentially looking at, hey, I see we might have a future. Mm-hmm. If they're pulling you away from God, you need to reassess that. Mm. Psalms 23, uh, the end of it. Uh, Surely goodness and mercy will follow me, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I'm mm-hmm. paraphrasing it. You should always, any, anything that's going to pull you from the house of God, anything that's going to pull you from the relationship, you cannot say that that's from God. You can't. Why would he give you something that's going to pull you from him? Correct. He got mad. Well, I ain't going to say he got mad, but he came to the garden looking for Adam. Adam had done messed up. Mm-hmm. Adam had already done messed up. God still came to the garden wanting to talk to him. Yes. So... <clears throat> First, we must allow our desires to bring us into connection with God. What that means is that, okay, so, so a lot of times we're, we're, we're wired to run from God in guilt, mm-hmm. uh, shame, when we're struggling with whatever, sexual desires, lust, whatever. As parents, the last thing that we want our children to do is to struggle is to run from us and go high when we're struggling. Right. Same with God. He wants us to run to him. He wants us to talk, to share, and allow, you know, he wants to enter into that struggle with us. You know, we should want we, we should want to hold our children. That's what God wants. God wants to hold us, heal us, walk through that with us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and, the first step into doing that is to bringing that to his his throne. Yeah. So when we say connection to God is the very very top priority. Yeah. In your life, make sure that you are running relentlessly to the Father. Yeah. And if someone wants to run with you to the Father, hey. Lock arms with them and keep running. What's the scripture? Uh, don't be unequally yoked. Yes. I think we we have used that as in the sense of I'm saved. They need to be saved. Mm-hmm. Um, I go to church. They need to go to church. Mm-hmm. This and that. 
when he turned, when he talks about yoke back in that particular culture and day, the yoke was what they would put on the oxen mm-hmm. to uh, help plow the land. Right. And they usually, I think, they, if I'm not mistaken, they usually you had two oxen going at the yep. same time. Two, yep. So how can you can't be unequally yoked? Mm-mm. They have to be going at the same time. Same pace. You need somebody that's going to be going with you at the same pace. Yeah. You might not be on the same level spiritually. Right. But even if you, well, even if you are, wherever you are in your own individual spiritual journeys, right? You running, you look over, you see, oh, they running too. Hey. They running their own lane with God. That's what you need to see. Are they going to be doing the same thing that you're doing? No. No. Case in point, me, when I study, I have this whole table that we're using for this podcast right mm-hmm. now. I have Bibles all over. I got dictionaries all over. I got, I mean, the whole thing just laid out. My wife is not like that. Mm. She has her Bible. She has her notebook. And she has her iPad. That's it. That's it. She, but she's seeking God in her own way, right? And I see her doing it, and she sees me seeking God my way. She gonna tell you straight up, "No, nah, I'm not doing all that." I mean, <laughs> I, I, I pulled the whole library out. Yeah, I'm, I'm going in. That's just that's just me. That's, that's right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. But we both see each other at going our own pace. Mm-hmm. But we can still look at each other and say, "Hey, I see you over there reading your word. I see you praying." You still I seeking see, after the Father. You know what I'm saying? I still see you seeking. So you, you need to be able to see somebody look. They run it, they run it just as hard as you run it. Right. And don't be intimidated by someone who may seem more spiritually elevated than you are. But even I mean, I, I hate that I hate that I hate that term, but people use it. They do, but I've even come to the realization. I don't want to say that because of because of how I was raised, mm-hmm. you know, how both of us were raised, yeah. especially the church. We oh, can't, yeah. man. You grew oh, up on yeah, it. They, I mean, they pretty much used the Bible as a. I don't want to say as a beating tool, but they, uh, they, they, they made us. When I say we oh. had to learn scripture, oh lord. <laughs> I mean, we had we had to learn scripture out the wazoo. Right. You know, I, I'm not saying that in a disrespectful way. No, because not at all. Looking back on it, I greatly appreciate uh, it. You very know what I'm much. I greatly appreciate that. So I mean, for me, I I know the I know the Bible. I can quote scripture all day. But one thing I, I've come to learn in me and my wife's and our relationship, she is very, she's way more discerning than I am. Mm-hmm. And women usually are though. But she sees stuff. <clears throat> excuse me. Yeah, I pray. Yes, I'm prophetic. Mm-hmm. And she is too. But her discernment, mm-hmm. literally, we'll meet somebody new, and she'll be like, "Yeah, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. something." My wife, same way. Like, <laughs> it's like we don't, we 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 don't tend to, we don't. They, there's something, something that they can see that we just can't, that we yeah. don't sense. Yes, that's what that helpmate does, and, though. And even even uh, when it's not just me and her, like mm-hmm. even when when we at church, um. And you like with where we normally sit, mm-hmm. even when we were at our other locations, like we would normally sit where we could see more people are coming in. And my wife is like, when she see she starts seeing some new people come in or some people that's been there for a little bit, she's like, I'm sorry, something is just mm-hmm. not right. She's like, I, 
you know, we're, we're never disrespectful to anybody. Right. But she's like, I'm sorry, something just ain't right. I said, baby, you sure? I said, this ain't, this ain't right to me. Three, four months down the road, something pop off. You'd be like, oh. Ah. Oh, she saw that. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know I'm, I'm telling you, man. <laughs> tell you, man. Wives are a gift. Listen. <laughs> but, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's it's good for you and your singleness. Mm-hmm. Kind of going back, going back to the point, don't, whatever you do, do not fall into the trap of having somebody that's going to pull you from God. Please your, don't. Your first source of connection has to be to him first. Got to be. Uh, what's the scripture? Um, it's in Psalms. Um, Commit your way into the Lord. He'll give you the desires of your heart. Mm-hmm. Number one thing, you got to commit your way to the Lord. Mm-hmm. When you do that, actually, your desires. It's got to be a godly desire, dog. Your desires be. end up being his desires. Yes. You know? Yes. People are like, oh, I want a car. That's it. Delight yourself in the and, Lord, that, and, and he, he will, will give you the desires of your heart. That's so it. that's it. So you delighting yourself in him mm-hmm. is, in turn, it's going to transform your heart and say, God, I, I just want what you want from me. Right. So, God, if, if this, for the ladies, God, I want what you want from me. Mm-hmm. You need, you show me the man that you want me to have. Look, this is, I ain't going to lie, God, this is what I like. I, I want. I like him. I would like him to be tall. I would like him to have a little bit of muscles. Mm-hmm. I would like for him to have just a little bit of thug in him, just a little bit. Oh, yeah, they, love, they love that thug, yeah, boy. They I mean, I want him thug, to have man. just a little bit of thump in him, just in case if something pop off. I know he gonna be able to handle his business, mm-hmm. and if I need to, I can jump in too. But I want him to have a little bit of thug, just just a little bit. And I want him to love you. You know what I'm saying? Right. Tell God what you want, but at the end of the day, be sensitive enough to say, "Hey, God, I still want." Right. You you know what's best for me. You know. Yeah. It's facts. Yeah. I say write it down on the write what you want. I tell people all the time, write what you want down on a note card, fold it up, put it in your pillowcase, sleep on it. Mm. Pray about it. And then we'll see what happens. Do you think the single towards those that are single and y'all and we're gonna have some instruction at, at the end, so mm-hmm. y'all be be stay tuned. Yes. But do you think those that are single, maybe one of the reasons that they are, has this generation, do you think they have their bar set too high? Mm. Do you think that's even... Do we have... Ooh. Hmm. I I think I have two responses to that. Sometimes we set the bar too low. Okay. And then I think sometimes we have this... God, I don't even want to say an unrealistic expectation. That's what I was. I don't want to say that. The thing is, okay, transparency here. Mm-hmm. I think we shared this with me and my wife yeah. for our anniversary. So if anybody knows me, I live. I was with my mom. I lived in my parents' house literally until I was until I, before I right before I got married. Yep, me up until I got married. Yep. All right. So I got married at. 29. Yeah, 29. Yeah, 29. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I married at 29. So I stayed with my parents. I shared a room with both my nephews. Both I shared a room with both my nephews. Wow. Yes. It's a two-bedroom house now. Two-bedroom house. But my wife, who was, who was my girlfriend at the time, she saw that I had the, some, something in me that was trying to get better. Mm-hmm. In a sense, she 
the godliness in her triggered something in me to want to progress. Mm. So me seeing her, knowing that, oh, she's about God. Um, ain't a lot of women like that out here, you know, especially around our age range or younger. That was something, that was a gift. That was something that, you know, hey, man, you better, you got her, you you better, you better keep her, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Because it's hard out here. <laughs> I've heard some stories about people trying to date. It's hard out here. But anyway, what I'm saying is, Lord, there was something. Get my mind right. She, she <laughs> literally, just her being her, it pushed me <laughs> to excel in, in life. Like, uh, what would be the rest of my life more? Please keep your thought. <laughs> when you say it's hard out here. It's hard out here. You know, I agree. I agree so I say, you know, it's hard out here for a pill. <laughs> I knew you went. I knew exactly where you went. But it's facts, though. It's, it's, it's like, I, I heard people, that say, it's hard dating out here, well, man. But the thing is, it's not that. Hashtag pity. You like my wife said she wanted she wanted a guy with dreads. Yeah, this is that she said that she wanted that thumping. She said that, but here's the thing though: when she saw that one, to, I, I want this. I started getting my credit right. Let me tell yes. you, bro. Yes. Look, this woman. Look, this woman literally pushed me to the best of who I. I she saw I could be. Mm-hmm. The thing is. She had an ex. She had something that she wanted. Yep. But she saw that you know what? I don't need that. This man is, you know, he's elevating his job. He's mm-hmm. getting his credit straight. This, 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 and that. He loves the Lord. I see him. I see him running towards Christ. You know, she saw that. Yep. So my thing is, when when we have those expectations, I'm not saying they're they're unrealistic because yeah. it could happen. It could happen. But my thing is, when you have Someone who is running after Christ, who is doing the right things. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're you know they're they they love they they study they they can quote scripture. Just, they ain't had really you can paraphrase scripture you know as long as you know it. Yeah. Um, you know they're 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 not toxic. They're they're not pressuring you for sex. They're not doing. I mean, they're 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 being. The epitome of an Ephesians five, yeah. man. You know what I'm saying, and you you see that you 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 tend you can. It's okay to say, you know what, Lord. He's got all this. I don't need that. Yeah. I don't need that. I don't need that. And people are like, well, you're settling. That is not settling. Yeah. That if anything, if you're settling, you're settling for God's best. Yeah. Because we wanna we wanna put this worldly standard on this worldly standard on. What God wants for us. God standard would never. It will never. Let me say, the world standard would never be God standard. Right. So we put so much into this outward appearance. Yep. And I understand that. I understand that. I've I've dated girls who were beautiful, terrible, uh, terrible attitudes. No. That's not not. I, Look, it is better for a man to sleep on the roof than be in a house with a nagging wife. And that's in Book of Proverbs. You know what I'm saying? So that's I I know I'm not gonna I'm not gonna be with this woman just because she looks she looks she's beautiful. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. She's beautiful, mm-hmm. but yeah, her heart is not for not for God. You know, I could forfeit all that, but I I put myself into a position where okay, 
when God blesses us, it doesn't add. It doesn't add. Um, doesn't add. Uh, so, was it sorrow? Yeah. Bless the Lord, makes rich and add no sorrow. There you go. Same with a wife. She's gonna mm-hmm. add to you. She's not gonna take away. Yeah. So why am I gonna sacrifice blessings and my emotional state yeah. just to have a piece of candy on my arm? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm because oh, a white is I guess on on this particular point we're coming from the male perspective mm-hmm. definitely you know for a wife once you find her like you just said she you know she's able to. She's able to grow you, mm-hmm. and even the things that you give her. We as men, we carry seed. We give her, we give her seed. She gives us back a child. Facts. We give her a home. She turns into. A, we give her a house. She turns into a home. You know what I'm saying? I can give you the. I can give you the outs. The whole. I can give you the, the the four walls and all that stuff. But who put, who furnished the house? My wife did. Listen, Pop said, "Oh." Shout out uh, Pastor Ryan and Pastor Eric Mitchell. I, I know it's gonna get that plug in somewhere. <laughs> At, uh, pastors of uh, Citygate Ministries International. <laughs> uh, <laughs> one one of the things he says all the time, he's like, you know, I'm the leader. Of, I'm the leader of my home, but my wife is the fragrance. That's powerful. When he said that, I want. I want to slap him sometime when he say stuff, but I, he he got that hood in him, so he, he probably, he'll probably slap me back. <laughs> hey, look. Look, if you ain't if you ain't never if you ain't never seen Pastor McJimsey, yo, he look like he got he like he got the forty five on him all the time. <laughs> I'm for real, dog. Well, and, yeah. them, and them dogs he got too, Listen. boy, bro. Grace and bro. mercy, them, them two right there. They, they ain't no joke, bro. But yeah, he he's like I'm the leader, but my wife is the fragrance. And that's beautiful, man. But it's the truth. Like, yeah, it, I mean that's just the God honest truth. So, yeah. So singleness. <laughs> yes. Yes. Is all right. So once we have the the connection with God established, it's, it's good to have connection with like-minded individuals. All right. So by that, so for those that are single, mm-hmm. read, read your notes on it. I, I, okay. I, there are times when the gravity of our sexual desires correlates with the state of our emotional needs. We need to feel loved, accepted, and to belong. Sex and marriage offers all of those things within the context of a lifelong companion, husband and wife. But for those who are unmarried, those very needs can be what can begin to be met outside of a sexual relationship in, a, in the embrace of a friend or the comforting words of a loving mentor. God can use all kinds of people to fill our deep emotional needs for connection, but we have to be aware of the connection and then take action by engaging in meaningful non-sexual relationships. Okay, you get you had a lot in there. I did have a lot in there. So the connection with uh human human beings. Like we we've already established the the so vertical. We gotta have a connection with God first. Yep. All right, go, so. so now we got now we're well, now we're talking about the horizontal here. Okay. And we basically just covered that a couple minutes ago. We did. So to the singles that's all right, so Mari's story is all right, so let's say they somebody says, Okay, look 
me and God, I think we're pretty good. Mm-hmm. Of course, the more time I spend with him, the more he'll probably show me, yeah, I need to make some more adjustments. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm good. Mm-hmm. We're we good on that end. Okay. You know, I got my prayer life in order. Mm-hmm. I, read, I read my word. I got my devotion. Mm-hmm. I'm active in church. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I still ain't found the right person. Right. I still ain't found that person I want to be with. Or from the female perspective, that man has not found me yet. Correct. And ladies, it's okay to shoot your shot. <laughs> with, 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 hey, my wife did. Mine too. <laughs> So yeah, like there's that too. Like the thing is, when when uh, women want to be pursued, of course, throw that carrot out there. Here come running, definitely. So a lot of <laughs> from I know from me being first, being transparent here for me, I'm I was very I was a very shy, timid guy. I ain't gonna lie about that. You know, uh, most of the relationships I did. What we're in is I had a wingman, mm. so somebody kind of initiated it before, mm-hmm. and I just kind of walked into it. Of course, those didn't last long, but with my wife, <laughs> my aunt initiated that. Now I was in a relationship when I at first saw a picture of Candace. My aunt had showed me a picture. It was around Valentine's Day. Um, I had a nice little date. Get, I was getting my hair cut and all this and that. She showed me. I was like, oh, she's cute. I'm in a relationship with her. So I go on about that. That didn't last long at all. Um, so, of course, I'm single. My aunt knows this. And, of course, she's like, my nephew's single. So, of course, Candace in the inbox. Hey, how's it going? Da, 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 da. Send me the friend request. Mm. Yep. So it started there. She it goes she, down in the DM. It goes down. <laughs> it goes down in the DM. <laughs> but yeah, she she initiated it. Um, but here's the thing though, I pick, I, I I I I she she handed me the baton. I ran mm-hmm. with it. You know what I'm saying? And that's okay, women. That is okay to it is okay to initiate. Mm-hmm. You know. But I'm about to be seven years in off initiation. <laughs> Ooh. Seven years, yeah. yeah. Before this year for me. Yeah. Look at that. Yeah, but it's okay to initiate. Just make sure that um the person that you're initiating with has godly standards. Well, sometimes they won't even know until they get to talking. That's a fact. That's a fact. Now, okay, so when that happens, when that happens, you know, my wife, she searched my Facebook, so she knew what I was about. She knew what I was about. Oh, yeah, about. we do got social media. There you go, social media. Yeah, you, I'm the, look, I'm, look, do your research, do your investigation. Like, I'm telling you, the thing is, it's okay, like, to, like, have, like, if you, if y'all have mutual friends on Facebook, yeah. hit them up. Be like, hey, you know so-and-so? Cool. But, but, you know, try to keep that to a minimal. Well, some folk, too, I think. I think some folk got kind of hip. They only put on social media. Oh, uh, the front. What they want you to I see. I got you. Yes. So, there's that too. So it's okay. It's you could tread the water for a little bit. Just know your bound boundaries. All right. Boundaries. There we go. There it is. Boundaries. Set your boundaries. If you, ladies, if you do inbox a guy just to you know initiate and everything starts to pop off, you know conversation's good. Oh, okay. Hey, let's go on a date. Da 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 da. You go on a date. You feeling them out. 
listen to your gut feelings too. Mm-hmm. And the reason why you have this, you have this connection to God is because discernment. He'll show you things to come. He will. He definitely will. And when he shows them, do not cast those things to the side. Mm-hmm. Because you will be in a world of emotional, possibly even physical hurt. Yeah. Because there are some guys out there that will beat you. It's facts. It's facts. There are guys out there that will emotionally abuse, f- abuse you with yeah. their words. And you've got to be able to to see those red flags mm-hmm. when, they're, when they okay. happen. So we talked about having that horizontal connection. Mm-hmm. I would also recommend, <clears throat> excuse me, for those that are single, you know, you're searching, you know, you have, you need to have a small group of people in your corner that's going to tell, I mean, they're going to tell us you just like it is. They know you. Yes. They know they know your ups, they know your downs, and they they legitimately want to see the best for you. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends. Okay, sorry. <laughs> so, you know, you need to have people in your corner that's gonna be like, all right, look, girl, he, uh-uh, nope, sorry. And I would also, especially, especially, if you're a believer, mm-hmm. and you go in the church. Mm-hmm. Take them to church. Let, let your pastor meet them. Oh yeah, oh oh yeah, yeah. Because also, because we we also live in a day too, bro. A lot of our generation, the group came from broken homes. Yeah, man. A lot of people didn't have their dad Facts. in their life. I mean, I'm, I'm not trying. I'm, I hope I'm not stepping on any wounds or anything like that. But I mean, that's just the reality yeah. of the day that we're in. Yeah. You know, a lot of people don't really have that good relationship with their dad. So, a lot of people look to their pastor. Yeah. As their like father figure, Facts. so I would definitely recommend you know just have them meet, have them meet the mm-hmm. guy, or uh, even vice versa yeah. with, with the guys with the ladies. You know, ha- have him, mm-hmm. and, you know, especially uh, if you also got a good relationship with your pastor's wife, ha- have him meet her. You know, oh, yeah. that's just you getting you getting more eyes, you getting more people looking at the individual. You know, see what they're about, kind of see, what, and they might not, they might, they human, they. You can bring them right to church. Mm-hmm. Your pastor, he trying to go, he trying to go change, and you know, get out of those sweaty clothes. You know what I'm saying? Back. So he, he may pick up something. He may not. I don't know. But it's good just for you know, have him see him, get that first impression. Yep. You know. Uh, so I would definitely. That's something I would definitely recommend because another reason you you want to get other people's eyes and mm-hmm. ears. Is because you may get to the point where you're so infatuated that you blinded by a lot of stuff. You, exactly. You you'll see the red flags, but you'll you'll try to put it yeah, up, up, up under the rug. Yeah, boy. But yeah. then you got some other people that's gonna be like, look, nah, he uh-uh. You, you don't see what he over here doing, right? Nah, you, you better yeah. you, know, you better check that. Friends, man, I'm telling you, they catch stuff that you don't. And you need to have some. I mean, when I say you need to have people in your corner that's gonna tell you to like it is. I mean, I mean, unfi- unfiltered. They need to tell it to you just raw. Facts. Look, convictions over feelings, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Convictions over feelings. (laughs) I don't care how you feel when I tell you this. You know what your convictions are. Right. And you 
you you you treading the line of compromising your convictions. Mm-hmm. Uh, let let's 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 simmer it back onto the line, okay? And also, let's even raise this point. Mm-hmm. We're also living in a generation where a lot of our generation is getting married later. Yes. We also have a lot of our generation who are also single parents. Yes. So if you are in, if you're a part of that mm-hmm. situation where you have, you already have kids, you also have to be thinking about the connection that your potential person is going to be having with your child too. Ooh, yes. And that's something that's major. And, and piggyback off that as well. If the the father or the mother is in the picture, mm-hmm. you know, actively taking, helping take care of this child, your potential suitor is going to have to have some form of interaction with this individual. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We're not going to go there. <laughs> we'll say that for the 15th. We'll <laughs> say that for the 15th. Well, um, but yeah, but you. It's, we'll we'll it's, see. We'll see how deep we go in there. Yeah, we'll we, see. We ain't going far. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll just scratch the surface a little bit, and then we go from there. Well, um, but yeah, though, like, um, and it's it's somebody that, you know, if you're a single parent, male or female, the person that you want to tie yourself to, they one have to be willing to respect. Mm-hmm. Um, your time with your child. I mean, yeah. I tried dating a, a woman with a child before. Wasn't my thing. Reason being, every time we tried to set a date up, it never happened because... You weren't supposed to be with her no way. There it is. Yes. So, <laughs> hey, thank you, Lord. <laughs> thank you, Lord. But, you know, it, there's that. Mm-hmm. There's that as well. But uh, but also, it... it I'm selfish with time. Like, mm. I, I, when I want when I want you to do it myself, I want you to do it myself. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, it's it's one of those things. Yeah. You know, it's yeah. Get, get your son, get your Sunday service in. Just have your have your time with God, and then this a lot of time right here is me and you. Yeah. Me and you, okay. And it just that just wasn't it wasn't the case with that situation. Gotcha. That's why I call it a situation. When a relation situation. <laughs> but I got, I got, I got. I'm seven years in. So. You are seven years in, so you know this. <laughs> but, but yeah, it's, that it's, ain't my testimony. God, it's got to be. It's, find, like, make sure you're with somebody that's one's going to respect your time with your, mm-hmm. chil- your child your, or children. Um, they're, they're they're willing to help out. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it. I can't think of a greater feeling than to somebody kind of not to not to step in and try to be a be a dad, but someone who's literally befriends the child mm-hmm. to help alleviate some of the stuff with the. Yep. Parent. And I mean that you can speak more on that than I can. I can. Well, <laughs> we're doing a whole interview on the fifteenth. We're gonna leave that for that. <laughs> but yeah, it's just you know it's is love is out there. I mean. For the, the single me, parents out there, it, it, love is out there. It's out there. It's out there, and also you have stuff to think about. You know, think about the relationship you had with this child's with this child's father, or mother, or mother. Um, some of the ills that you went through, mm-hmm. you don't want to repeat that. Yep. 
So I mean, you you have you have things that you have that have transpired in your life that can give you revelation yeah. on how to maneuver through your next but, relationship. You know, something I'm thinking about too. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> because we also in a generation where so many people have gone going through broken relationships. Yeah. I think this goes back to you making sure you have a your connection with God is the foundation. Mm-hmm. Reason being, if it's not, you know, if you're not if you you're not consistent with God, you're not consistent in prayer, and you're not being sensitive to what He's telling you. In some form, we've all deal with rejection. Mm-hmm. Um. If you mm-hmm. had, if you dealt with any type of a loss, like yeah. the loss of a parent, um, we have to deal with a grief. So now you're trying to find something or someone to fill that void. You could make the wrong decision because mm-hmm. you're sti- you're filtering your <clears throat> excuse me, you're filtering your decisions through through that grief, through that rejection, and it's going to end up causing you to go down the wrong path that God doesn't want you to go down through your emotion. So, what I say last time. Your your feelings are ever emotion. Hey. Emotion. So make sure your foundation, make sure your foundation first is that you and God have a are on a great, I mean a great connection. Mm-hmm. Even if you get off, repent and just go and get back yeah. right. The beauty Grace is always there. God, the beautiful thing about him is that he's always gonna be there. The Bible says he never leaves you nor forsakes you. Nor forsakes you. The Bible says, you draw nigh to him, he'll draw nigh unto you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you. Now, we're not saying just go out there and, you know, stomp, like, go out there and just jump in sin. Nah. We, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to hear us condone that. No, God, no. Nah. But we understand there's a human element, you know, when, yeah. you, when you lose, you lose your ground in. And we also understand. You stumble. You, God gives everybody a free, free will. Oh, Definitely. You can make your own choices. So, at the end of the day, the decision is yours. Yes. Uh, Therese going back to his house when we finish recording. Facts. <laughs> and I'm going upstairs <laughs> with my wife. So, Facts. we're not going to be with you. <laughs> one, thing, one thing Pop tells us at church all the time, he said, I can't, I'm not your Holy Ghost. Yo. He said, I'm not going to be with you 24-7. So, at the end of the day, we know we're not going to condone sin. Uh, but the choice is yours at the end of the day because we're not going to be with you. We're just trying to offer you some, some perspective. Try, we're trying to give you some good godly wisdom. But, yeah, we we also compassionate and yeah. understand the fact that, hey, you we're human. We got desires. And truth be told, we fall sometimes. Yeah. But Bible says a righteous man falls seven times, but he gets back up again. Facts. So you have to make sure that you as a single – that you, first of all, have your relationship with God. Let that be your, that needs to be your first priority. Mm-hmm. That needs to be your foundation where everything you do is based off of. It gets, everything gets filtered through that. Everything. Okay. After you have that connection with God, mm-hmm. now make sure you got some people around you that's going to, you need you a good circle. You have, yes. You, what, what do you say? You need three crazy friends? I think that's what Pastor Ron said a while back. You need three crazy friends. You, you need them. That's true. You need a circle around you. You need some friends, some people that's going to tell you the truth, that want the best for you. And if you are, if you listen to us and you are you're a believer, 
you need they need to be some people. They need to be some people. Of course, they have the same faith as you. They're gonna hold you to what the word says. But I also believe they just need. They don't need to have no filter. Yeah. I mean, just tell it to you just like it is. I'm with it, man. Like that Negro, no, that Negro is not for you. And they probably. But gonna, I love him. They probably gonna use some other words too. <laughs> Smack you right back in alignment. <laughs> so I mean, you you need to have people that's gonna that's gonna be around you. Definitely. Okay. So, y'all keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Now, I want to make sure we we don't go too far mm-hmm. over time. What's the title again? Oh, uh, single, uh, single, saved, saved but, but Lord. Lord, Lord, let's keep it real. Yeah, we're human. Mm-hmm. We got desires. Oh yeah. Because of the society that we're living in. Mm-hmm. The things that we're exposed to. Yes. The music that we're exposed to. Mm-hmm. There's just some things that's just been already turned on. Definitely. Okay. So be honest with yourself. Like Therese said earlier, you out here dating, you need to set yourself some boundaries. Boundaries. You already know good and well at a certain time of night, one of y'all need to be going home. It's facts. I dropped my girlfriend who's my wife now, off at the doorstep. Y'all done heard Teresa's uh, testimony. That, mm-hmm. that that ain't mine. Me and my wife, we we didn't set them boundaries. Look, it almost wasn't. Listen. <laughs> we repented, but I'm, li- I'm, I'm telling you right now, that's because here's the thing, especially if you're a believer, mm-hmm. there's a thing called conviction. Definitely, man. Trying, trying to debate. Get your words right. Trying to debate. Don't want. Don't want to go here. Are you trying to say this for the fifteenth? Are you trying to? You know what we doing? <laughs> when you well, remember, we said you have to establish that foundation mm. first. Yes. When you had that foundation with God, mm-hmm. He and you, especially also, you have the Holy Ghost inside of you. You've been filled with the Holy Ghost. The Bible says he leads you. The Bible says he also convicts you. Mm-hmm. So even though you and your singleness, if you're out here doing what you do, he's right there with you doing it. Oh, yeah, he's right there. I remember a time we was doing something we weren't supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. You ever hear gospel music while you sitting here about this and stuff? <laughs> yeah. I'm, about to even take, I'm about to even take it further. Yeah. This might sound weird to people. I literally was hearing prophecy for somebody while I'm sitting there doing what doing what we do. Really? That's how, that's when I that's when I knew I was like, okay. Yeah, yeah conviction. And when Boy, I tell you it flared up on you. And when I tell you from that from that point on, it was like, I, I can't do this. Mm-hmm. So for us, when we got engaged. We we literally made the commitment. We like okay, we going we gonna set this right, mm-hmm. and we're not gonna go into our marriage like this. That's the, and that's beautiful. Our pastors know about it, and we when we went through premarital counseling, and we, we'll probably go into this more mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. But we went through premarital, our pastors know, so we was very open with them. But I mean, we we set those parameters, and we had we had people them, our pastors, they held us accountable. Mm-hmm. And we even held ourselves accountable. Yeah. 
So you have to get to that point where number one, especially if you got the foundation with God, God, I want to please you. Yes. First and foremost. Because also, as much as we don't preach about it as much anymore, if you live in a certain lifestyle and you die in that, you go into hell. Facts. We're not putting you there. God no, is. <laughs> we're not. Actually, God ain't putting you there. You're putting yourself there. I mean, we don't, you don't really hear a whole lot of yeah. teaching about that, but there is a penalty for living a life full of sin. Yeah. That's, you know, it's crazy. Cause, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Get your thought off. Yeah. I mean, I'm not talking about you, you keep going to God like, God, look, I need help. You do good and then you have, you slip. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about you willfully reprobate. You willfully going, you just keep going and keep yeah. going. You knowing it's wrong and then you just keep going and keep going and keep going and keep going. Shall yeah. we continue in sin that grace, grace may abound? God forbid. Do we even consider that anymore? I'm not talking about you struggling. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about willfully. Mm -hmm. You willfully doing this. You come to church. You probably playing the keys Mm -hmm. on the drums. Mm -hmm. Or you just in church. And you know good and well, as soon as you leave church, you and your singleness about to go out here and get somebody that wept. Wild out. Facts. There's people out here that just <laughs> going right on to it. Um Yeah, let's be real. We don't preach about it as much as we should, but there is a penalty for that. Yeah. Don't don't get caught in your sin. And the be- the beautiful thing about it, if you if we sincerely repent. God's going to forgive us. He He's going his blood is going to wipe that clean. To forgive. His word says that. And I think the Bible says as far as the east is from the Ooh. west. Ooh. Now, do you want me to break that down? Let's go. All right. So, I love that. I broke that down for somebody. Somebody was like, "I ain't never thought of it that." Let's way. go. All right. So, yeah, let's people were like, "Well, what about the north and the south?" Okay, let's look at the, let's think about the globe. All right. There's a north pole and there's a south pole, yep. correct? So, if I travel north, and I keep going up, eventually I'm going to come back down. Mm. Correct? But if I go east, and I keep going east, I'm continuously going in the same direction. I don't change it. Yeah. I can never go west unless I turn and go west. But yeah. when I go west, I'm never going east. You get what I'm saying here? As far as the, as east. Far as the east is from the west, I'm, your sin would be. You see what I'm saying? So people don't understand, like, God is a, God is a genius. He's a genius when he he cre- when he created this this world. Omniscient. He's a genius. He's all knowing, and his strategic what he puts in the word. Mm-hmm. It's not just it's not happenstance. It's not coincidental. Yep. He orchestrated all this. Yep. If I walk east and I keep going that way, I'm going to continuously go east. I'm never going to hit west. Mm-hmm. Never hit west because I'm gonna always be due east. Yep. If I go due west, I'm always going to be due west. But if I go north, at some point, I have to come back down because north, how the globe is, once you hit the north, you start to go down, downward, and you hit south. So, I mean, look, the, the, the word up. of God. So, would that dispel the flat earthers? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. If you, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yes. That would dispel the flat yeah. earthers. Come on now. I mean, look, if that's what you want to think, by all means, by all means, go ahead. But yeah, I don't believe that. So, so you know, 
We started stuff. Yeah, I did. <laughs> On purpose. Um so yeah, so us you and your singleness, you mm-hmm. know, and also, and you know, when me and Terry talking about it off off the mic, um, might have been last week or the week before. Mm-hmm. Enjoy your singleness. Yes. Which brings me to the my third my third minute. Connect with the world around you. Let's go. Singleness is a gift, folks. Bible says this. That is in First Corinthians seven. Yep, let's go. Seven and nine. It says, "I wish that all, I wish that all were as myself am, but each has his own gift from God. Mm-hmm. One of one of one, one of one kind, and one of another. To the unmarried and the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single, yep. as am I." But if they cannot exercise self-control, they should marry. For it is better to bury than to burn with passion. So, go ahead. Let's go from the hood Bible. Oh, yes, the yes, Bible. the messenger. First Corinthians 7, you were, you were at what, 7 through 9? Yeah, I read 7 through Let's 9. Let's go. Sometimes I wish everyone were single like me. Mm-hmm. A simpler life in many ways. Mm-hmm. But celibacy is not for everyone any more than marriage is. Facts. God gives the gift of, of the single life to some, the gift of the married life to others. I do, though, tell the unmarried and widowed that singleness might well be the best thing for them, as it has been for me. For if they, But if they can't manage their desires and emotions, they should by all means go ahead and get married. The, the difficulties of marriage are preferable by far to a sexually tortured life as a single. Mm-hmm. All right, so... Go ahead and finish your thought. So okay. We can, so yeah. I'm. A, I'm. A, I, so because <laughs> I'm reading that right there, but you gotta think about it. All right, in your singleness, you have the ability to to travel the world yep. with like no response. Like you can put your responsibilities on hold in a sense. Mm-hmm. Like if you got a job, of course you can have vacation time. You can just say, "I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take a week. I'm going to Paris this 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 week." Okay. You have the ability to do that. No strings attached. No yep. children. Now we're, t- we're speaking to the, the singles who are who don't have children. Right. All right. You you can literally just get up and go pack a you- bag and go as you darn well please. Yep. No strings attached whatsoever. Your grocery bill ain't that high. Exactly. Your light bill probably ain't either. Jesus. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So to think about what the word when the word is is sometimes it's best for you to remain single. Mm-hmm. That is because. You have no attachments, but in your singleness, you are all and everything that you do, you commit it to the the, the, the Lord. Lord. Yeah. You commit it to the Lord. Yep. But the thing is, like, when you were single, you get to go like we want to go to the Grand Canyon. You can sit out down the Grand Canyon, look out on the precipice and everything, and be like, "Thank you, Lord, for this wonderful sight here." Mm-hmm. You're giving honor to, and honor the glory to God for what He created. You see what I'm saying? Yep. So commit your you commit your you commit all your ways to the Lord, even in your singleness. It's a blessing, but you know if if but if you know you can be single for a short time. If you start burning with desire, you might want to start navigating to the. Hey, okay, Lord, I got these desires under control. I want companionship. On down in that chapter, First Corinthians seven thirty-two, 32 through thirty-four. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm looking at it, bro. I'm looking at it. Uh, the message Bible. I want you to live as free of complications as possible. Stop right there. Yep, let's go. On my side, it says, I want you to be free from anxieties. What version are you reading? Uh, this is 
uh, the ESV. Okay. So you got the English standard. Yeah. I got the, I'm reading from the message. All right. So that's the first 32. When you're unmarried, you're free to concentrate on simply pleasing the master. Amon says the unmarried man is anxious about the things of the Lord, how to please the Lord. Marriage involves you in all the nuts and bolts of domestic life and in wanting to please your spouse, leading to so many more demands on your attention. But the married man is anxious about worldly things, how to please his wife, and his interests are divided. The time and energy that married people spend on caring for and nurturing each other, the unmarried can spend in becoming whole and holy instruments of God. I'm trying to help. I'm trying to be helpful and make it as easy as possible for you, not make things harder. All I want is for you to be able to develop a way of life in which you can spend plenty of time together with the master without a lot of distractions. So think about that. When you're single, it's just you and God. It's you and God. You can go to the Grand Canyon and look mm-hmm. out and be like, thank you, Lord, for all this. You can go to up to Seattle. See the big sequoia trees. Is that what they call sequoias, right? I think that's what they are. Those big trees with those big tree trucks you could drive through. I think oh, that's what they call. So. All I know about Seattle is beautiful, man. It, it rained all the time. It rained all the time. There's yeah. lots of spiders. Um, but like, just think about that. There's a place up in Washington, Washington State. I want to go. It's called Cape Flattery. Mm. I follow it on Instagram. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. It's a. It's like the like a. It's like a cabin. Mm-hmm. And like it overlooks, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you the picture of okay. it. It overlooks a cape. Now, what a cape is is like, it's it's like rocky terrain and the water. Yeah. Oh my god, it's beautiful. Guess what? I can't just pack up and go and do that because I got a wife and a son. <laughs> I can't and do one that. on the way. And one on the way. I can't just pack up and do that. No. So my interests are divided. Yeah. Like, like it says. So. I could go, but I gotta also understand. I gotta take my, I gotta find find somewhere for my son to go, yep. and I gotta take my wife, yep. which is fine. That's cool. I would love to take her because I mean it's beautiful, All right? You know, but my interests, my interests are divided. Mm-hmm. I can't just focus on. I gotta focus on my fan. I gotta focus on God. I gotta focus on my family. Yep. I gotta focus on my job, my bills. All that my interests are divided. The word yep. of God is, it's beautiful, man. It has an answer for everything. <laughs> it does. So you know, don't don't look at your singleness as, as a curse. Well, it's not a curse. Don't don't think of it as um, a weight. Mm-mm. I know because, and like we said earlier, because God put that need and desire for connection in us as human beings, because we are creating His image. Lord, we were creating His image. He wanted to have a family. Yes. So he created man. Yes. So that we he can come down and talk to somebody. Correct. The connection that we desire, it comes from him. Yes. So it's natural for you to feel that. Yeah. But don't feel like your need and want for that because you haven't gotten it the way you wanted yet. Don't mm-hmm. don't think that it's something that's a weight or something that's negative. Right. It just hasn't your time just hasn't come. Maybe God needs to teach you something. Maybe he just wants He in the business of teaching people. Maybe he just wants that time for just you and him right now. Because the Bible also says he's a jealous guy. He's not going to have nobody before him. Oh, yes. So, question Mm -hmm. to the people, Mm. whether it's man or whether it's woman. Mm -hmm. 
have you put your desire for wanting to be with somebody above your desire wanting to be with God? And could that be why your mate has not come yet? Mm. 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 Is that a possibility? That's a, that's a big possibility. And it's just a question that we're raising. Yeah. Like we said earlier, this podcast is all about you just giving perspective, yeah. starting conversation, and it's getting you to think. Mm. Mm-mm. So could could that be the reason why your mate has not come yet? Mm. Now, let's go here also. Mm-hmm. I know the Bible says it's better to marry than to burn. Mm-hmm. Ev- oh, God. Eventually, though, that fire is going to go out. Oh, yes. So you still got to have connection with God. Eventually, that fire is going to go out. Yeah. Yeah. So if the relationship is only built on six. Once it's gone, you got no foundation. Yeah. Think about that. It's a good thought. You swinging from the chandeliers now. <laughs> yep. Or maybe you climbing up the drapes. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever it is. <laughs> it's love month, y'all. <laughs> Whatever position you're doing, eventually, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Eventually, eventually, it's going to fizzle out. You're going to want more. There's going to have to be something else that's going to sustain the relationship mm-hmm. more than just sex. Got to. Is sex important? Oh, yes. It's, 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 it's a glue. Oh, yes. <laughs> it's a glue. And who's your relationship? Like we said. But it ain't. It, it, it's a glue. It ain't the glue. We're, we're human, so we understand. <laughs> Trust and believe. Mm-hmm. But... That can't be the only thing Mm-mm. that's keeping you or that's causing you to stay in a relationship. And there, now that I think about it. Mm. Okay. This is from a book. Uh, which one of my books I got this from? I can't remember. But I, I took a picture and screenshotted it. The lifeblood of each marriage of a marriage flows from a spiritual covenant sealed by the redemptive blood of our heavenly bridegroom. Mm-hmm. In the beginning, there was one man, Adam. Mm-hmm. God performed the first surgery and created a counterpart for Adam, a woman. God took a rib from Adam, creating Eve. The Hebrew word rib is also used in scripture to indicate pillars and beams that hold up a building. In Genesis 2 and 23, the Hebrew word for man is... Eish, hope I said that right. And the word for woman is Isha. <clears throat> In Hebrew, the words man and woman share two identical Hebrew letters, the letters Aleph and Shin. Man's name has an additional Yod, and woman's name an additional letter He. Together, they spell Yah, mm. an abbreviation of the name of God. Yes. However, if you remove the yod and the hay, which is God's name from man and woman's name, mm-hmm. all that is left are two letters that spell ish, that's E-S-H, which is the Hebrew word for fire. The rabbinical interpretation is that this fire can produce passion, but without God, there is passion without common spiritual beliefs and values mm-hmm. leading to the destruction of the union. So, it's like a wildfire that a piece of the fire like pops out, hits a bunch of brush, wildfire. 
But when you have God and it and 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 everything's in his boundaries, mm-hmm. that fire is contained. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't cause destruction. Beautiful. Beautiful. I love the Hebrew language. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So I know the Bible says better to marry than to burn. Mm-hmm. But eventually, that burn is going to fizzle out. Yes. So, yeah, we're going to try to wrap it up after this one because we got a whole month. All mm-hmm. right. Yep. So, you and your singleness, I know you want somebody. I know you, you have that. You got that fire down in your belly that needs to be quenched. Uh, Better drink some living water. <laughs> you know what? Before we even go there, let's 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 talk about that for mm-hmm. a minute. Because let's let's keep it real. Yeah. We all got that desire. Of course, Paul did say that some people do have the gift of singleness where they don't. You know that sexual desire. That's just something that they don't really pay attention yeah. to. They don't have. Have you wanna? Have you wanna call it? Um, sorry, I don't have that. Um, <laughs> Me neither. <laughs> but for those, but for those that you know that's single and that's kind of struggling with that, you know, that's because let's keep it real. That type of desire, that type of passion, that's a lot of energy. It is so. People got to curve their energy somehow. Ooh, yeah. I know where you're creeping at. So another thing I would definitely suggest, you got to find you got to find some way to kind of try to curve that. Yes. Find you a hobby. Yes. Find you, go to the gym. Find you a constructive hobby that yeah. is within the will of God. Don't be going out to the club twerking. Don't be scrolling on your, on your web browser in the middle of the night. Lay off Pornhub. Off, stay off of it. Uh, it's destructive, man. I'm telling you. Now, once again, y'all free to do what you want. Facts. We're just trying to give you some advice. Yes. You want to do something that's going to try to curve you from trying to go down the wrong path mm-hmm. until you find that mate. Is it going to be hard? Yes, it's going to be hard. Consecration is a woo boy. But God is there to help you. Yes. But after you done prayed. I don't pray. Now what? Go to the gym. <laughs> look, strategy. I'm telling you. you go got, to the go to the gun range. Go, look, fire off a couple shots at, at the range. You got to do something, man. Make sure it's at the gun range. At, don't no the gun range. Shut uh, up. See, see, there you go. There you go. There you don't shoot up the club. <laughs> Sorry, that's all right. Okay, we, yeah. we, we're gonna say that for uh, high def after you <laughs> The Patreon. <laughs> for the Patreon. For the Patreon. For the Patreon. Something constructive, guys, yeah. that, that is not going to take you out of the will of God. Yeah. All right? Because a lot of times, like you said, that was my biggest thing. My biggest thing was pornography. Yeah. And so, I mean, that was something that I thought that it was a pride thing with me. So, for me, it was, oh, I'm not out here to sleep with all these women, mm-hmm. you know. But I've, I've, I created a long list of of emotional issues that I'm still coming out of. Yeah. Like people understand like pornography, it, it creates an unrealistic expectation. It thwarts how you view women. Yeah. It sets up an an image in your head. Yes. And like you view everything from that, like everything is filtered through that. Yeah. 
your brain is even rewired. Yeah. And st- I've, I've seen studies. I've done this. Studies where um, they said that uh, a lot of young men have developed erectile dysfunction. Mm. And the majority, about, just say, I think it's a hip hop. They said about 77% of those was because they, they regularly watch pornography. So you got to understand something. Intercourse in the parameters of God breeds life. Mm. Outside of that, it's death. Just think about it. <laughs> if I can't get aroused with my spouse, the potential for me to create life has just mm. stopped. Death. My lineage doesn't go on. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad I twerked that the right way because tweak that darn it. <laughs> See what you did? <laughs> See what you did? I was trying not to make a face See what and you then did you that? caught it. <laughs> See what you did there? See? See, look at that. Lord help me. But, uh, <laughs> I can't stand you, Maurice. I can't stand you, man. <laughs> I said, I meant to say tweak that. The, the the correct way I what I said because I had uh, what I was gonna say what I was gonna say was like off the rails and I was like let me catch yourself down to rest thank you Holy Spirit oh, for taming my tongue for a second there but you know like it's it it it's it's a killer yeah there's no life in it like outside I got life outside of God is death literally but people don't see that. Because they're still having fun. Yeah. Well, then I go back to this. Satan looks beautiful, but on the inside, it's damnation. But the Bible also says sin has pleasure. Yes. But it's only for a season. There it is. When they catch back up to you. The wages of sin is death. death. The Bible is strategic. Eventually, the sins you partake in, you got to pay for it. You got to pay for it. But the thing is, Christ already paid for it. That's it. Price already paid for it, y'all. So, yeah, I think we need to we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up on this one. So, listen. It's going to be a part two to this. It's going to be a part two. We're going live. We're going live, baby. We are going live. Next Monday. Yeah. So, what's the, what's the date? The, the 8th. The 8th, yes. So, February the 8th, we're going live on Facebook. We're going to try to do IG, too. Ah. Uh, We'll try. We'll try. Let, we, we need to see what our traffic is like on IG. So yeah. We can see. I think we get a lot more traffic on Facebook. Facebook okay. We, 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 we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. So we're going live on Facebook next week. And I think with Facebook, it's it's not a lot of distractions going on either. True. Oh. So y'all listen to this. Mm-hmm. Bring your questions. Please do. We want y'all to engage. It's going to be part two to this, and we want. We want to hear the engagement from you all. Yes, so that means we want y'all to actually be a part of the live. Yeah. So we will actually invite if you can. I think you can request to be. Yeah. You send a send us a request uh, during the live feed, and we'll put you let you chime in. There's yeah. some questions that I have. There's some questions that Maurice has. I'm pretty sure there's questions that you have for us. Um, and we would we are not gonna shy away from those Mm-mm. at we, all. We want the single and the married. Yes, too. we do because there's a lot of information out there that you married us married folks have yeah. that we can pour into the young folks who are single, or not even even, older, even, even older folks who are single. Um, yeah, so that that's what we're shooting for. 
Um, it's gonna be on next week. This is we're now in the month of February, so oh yes. Well, I guess we just the love month. Love so. month and Black History Month. Let's go. Hey, black. You know what? We black. Back at it, black. That, that's what we might need to do a bonus episode. Because, oh, yeah. you know, Morgan Freeman, he, I heard him say something. He said, What you say? He like, Why well, need only one month to celebrate my history? Oh, no, we black 365, baby. Black history is American <laughs> that's, history. That's a fact. So, that's a fact. I, I'm, I'm trying to get away from that. You, you know. know what? Yeah, you're right. Because, you know, I didn't do my I didn't do my, my typical post yeah. like I normally do. So, I'm trying I'm trying to get away from black history. Yeah. You know, I'm, I want to study my history all, yeah. all year round, you know. Be be well rounded. So I feel yeah yeah yeah. I agree with that man. I agree with that. So yeah, but y'all y- y'all get ready. We got we got some we got some dope content for this month. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank y'all for listening. Uh, this is Maurice. I'm Therese. This is High Definition Podcast. And remember to live life from the highest.